guys, and this is episode 8 of the Whips Nation podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and our guest today is Whipsnake's close defenseman and two-time PLL champion, Bryce Young. Bryce talks about his physical play on the field, his new role at High Point University, and getting ready for the new season. It's going to be a good one, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the video. Three, two, one. Hey, Whips Nation. This is Alex with the Whips Nation podcast. We got Bryce Young on the pod. How you doing, Bryce? What's going on, Alex? Thanks for having me, man. Excited to be here. Of course. It's great to have you. And I was really excited to have you as a guest, Bryce, because uh, unbeknownst to you, the fans, I haven't told anybody this, but you, I think, are the biggest hitter on the Whips. Okay. You got the fans going last season, season before that. Um, it, it, it was kind of between you and Ty Warner for biggest hitter. So how'd you learn to hit? Did you play football before lacrosse? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, well, first, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'll take whatever I get. Of course. Um, but yeah, played uh, played football uh, my whole life um, throughout my youth career and uh, halfway through my high school career. Um, and I played baseball my whole life. I started playing lacrosse um, when I was a freshman in high school, but uh, I kind of I've always kept that physical, that physicality part to my game um, since I started playing. It's kind of one of the main reasons I actually got into it. I found out that uh, I could swing a, a six-foot pole at a guy and, and hit him like I would, like I would in football, and not get a penalty. And, and that's really what dragged me towards lacrosse. I was kind of dumb sitting on center field, uh, you know, watching batters strike out. Um, so that's kind of how I got into lacrosse. My brother played his whole life, and. Uh, it really, the speed, the physicality, the the skill set that you know is required by lacrosse, um, really, you know, caught my attention um, when I was kind of towards the end of my baseball career. Definitely, I mean, so lacrosse has to me three like really electrifying moments, right? So a key goal, a big hit, and then a goal by a long pole. So, I mean, you have the potential to get the crowd going two different ways. I mean, nothing hypes up a crowd more than a long pole goal, at least in my opinion, or a big hit. Um, now, at the high school level, refs are calling things pretty pretty cut and dry, especially on the West Coast where I'm at. Um, did, uh, did your big hits ever going to get you in trouble uh, playing in high school with some tight officiating? Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I... <laughs> I think I owned the most penalty minutes when I was in high school, when I was in college, and I, I'm almost certain I owned the most penalty minutes um, with the whips. That's that's like <laughs> that's a good thing, but like I think uh, my tra- I'm, I'm trending in that direction. <laughs> well, I mean, every team needs an enforcer, so I mean, in, you know, in hockey, you can actually you know fight and everything in the PLL. Uh, you can just lay somebody out, and that's 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 kind of your role for the whips, I guess. I, I mean, I, I would say among other things. Of course, of course, you have a much larger <laughs> but, role. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like the physical the physical style of play that you know I'm able to bring in the pros. I think it's a little bit more physical than it was in 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 college, and definitely more physical than it was in in high school so i mean i like that you know they let us play if you know if it comes to to blows and you know you keep your helmet on and and punch a guy in the face i'm super cool with that too um 
but yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like them letting us play. Yes. You know, for you know, until it gets like super dirty, and then I, I mean, I would say I'm not I'm not in that way. I'm not into that, all that. No, I would, I would like I would legal agree. hits, like you know, putting a shoulder into a guy, um, and uh, kind of setting the tone. I yep. mean, I like that. I think. Uh, couple other guys on the team like that i think like tim moeller likes to throw the body like tim warner or ty warner um like you said before i think mike Earhart throws his body around yeah Uh, matt dunn i would be scared to see him hit someone Um, he shows a lot of restraint yeah he does because i think he hurts a lot too like 30 pounds six foot five i guess tree definitely (laughs) um so with that the refs the refs whole job right is like player safety and to like officiate you know a fair competition so like where's the line to where a ref becomes more than just like an observer of the game and tries to like interfere like where's that line at for you oh um sorry i i would say like kind of towards the end of games like yeah. whether it's like you know crucial moments in a game close games if it, yeah if it, a close game, absolutely. Yeah. If a if a ref makes a, a a call that could be on the fence, like either way, like if it's a no call, great. If it's a call. Um, I'm like, I'm I'm kind of leaning on both ways. Like if it's a call towards us, like and our guys get a man up, I'm super yeah. cool with it. Yeah. So like I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely a, a hypocrite when it comes to that. But uh, if I'm on ball and. I get called for you know a hold or a slash. I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be really upset, especially at a crucial moment. Um, but like, I think a, the refs hold a lot of power in their hands. But I think the refs and the PLL do a phenomenal job. Like Matty yeah, Powell. they do um, absolutely. Uh, and the rest of the and the rest of the crew, they they let the guys play. Um, I, I'm, I, I would, like, I don't know a moment where the ref is coming to play and. and and had a huge impact towards the end of the game. Um, for the most part in the PLI, I think they, they call great games. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, towards the end of the game, crucial moment, like if you're making a call, like. You know, highest efficiency offenses in the country, um, and uh, Coach Tuma, our our defense coordinator, is the man. Like he's 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 he is awesome in how he coaches, and um, he is super smart in how he handles the defense, and and he's opened my eyes to new ways of doing things defensively. Because you know, I feel like me coming from where I came from and where I am now and playing in the system that I play for, it's like, I could probably get stuck in my ways. And he's him and coach Torby have opened my eyes, like new approaches to the game. It's like, Oh shit. Like I've never looked at it from that point of view. And, and I've never thought about it that way. And, and it like the last nine months have just been unreal. So I've, I've loved my experience here so far. So with your defense at Maryland, you guys played a fairly conservative defense, not a lot of checks really big focus on fundamentals. How does that compare to the defense that you guys are running at high point? Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's very similar. Like, Is I it? don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very similar. Um, you know, it's, it's great fundamentals, you know, 
communication, help defense, you know, the basics of the basics of defense. Um, you know, you, we, we teach our guys to be good on the ball, to be good off the ball, to be good with the ball. Um, and, you know, we, we just let the rest fall in place, um, you know, with our systems and our, and our schemat and our schemes. Um, but yeah, I mean, coach, coach Tuma, um, worked alongside, uh, Jesse Bernhardt at, at Princeton. Um, so I think he picked up a lot from Jesse there, um, and has put his own, uh, mix on things. He's also worked with Travis Crane, um, at, yeah, from Ohio state. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's worked with a lot of great defensive coordinators. Uh, Coach Torby has been a great defensive coordinator at Denver Dartmouth. Um, and then he was a, a great player at Ohio State. So um, there's just two great minds that, you know, have come together. And, and uh, you know, I think our, our schedule this year kind of, uh, especially in the first half of the year, we kind of got beat up a little. We, we were taking our lickings, but uh, just like, just like any defense, any team, there's going to be there's going to be a turning court in a season where you know things start to click for guys, and yep. and that has come over the last eight weeks. And uh, we went from you know the defense that we were against you know the ACC teams and kind of the first part of our um, SoCon uh, conference games to you know we're holding a top fifteen team to eight goals and. Um, in Richmond and the guys are playing phenomenal and, and uh, things are really start to clicking heading into, into Duke. And as, and as long as you're playing your best lacrosse by May, I mean, that's pretty much all that matters, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Scores in February to me, you know, they don't really count as long as everyone's <laughs> doing their job in May. That's right. <laughs> they but... really don't. They really don't. Like, I mean, in terms of like, you know, wins and losses, you know, they'll always count, but you know, the actual score. No one remembers the actual score. They'll remember the W or the L. And <clears throat> I can tell you firsthand, no one really cares what happens in February as long as you get it done in May. That's right. They don't ask how, they yeah. ask how many, right? There you go. That's how the saying goes. So with that, are your guys uh, still taking classes? Or are they out of school? Is it just lacrosse now that they're able to focus on? Yeah, we. Uh, our guys just finished up um, right before we went to the SOCON uh conference tournament last week so i think they were done on monday or tuesday wow. i think they all finished up so they're uh professional cross players right now that's right prolax me, season, me, right? Ex exactly yeah. that's what happens when you get in the money and you're done school so what is so what does your day look like as the as the director of ops at high point yeah so um waking up uh we have um so I, I have uh, my my child I take care of, my little furry yellow dog. Her name's Lemon. So okay. I'm up at like four o'clock, uh, walking her, probably get her around 45 minutes of a walk, um, come back, take a shower, head into work, probably get to work at like 5.15, 5.30. Uh, and then from there, I'm setting up uh, film for the day. Um, you know, anything the coach needs me to do. Um, then we have a, a, a staff meeting uh, before practice uh, to go over you know, our plan for practice. We got practice from um, seven to nine. Uh, after that, we're breaking down film, 
watching, you know, opponent for the, the upcoming week, um, game planning. Um, I'll head back home, take my dog on another four or five minute walk, eat a little, go back to work. Um, and then like, I, I think in my position, it's like pretty cool. Um, like I'm, I'll go out and like, I'll take some of the guys and do some one-on-ones. So like, or like at times, like, I don't know if we could actually air this, but like at times I'll jump into <laughs> practice and I'll like, I'll scrimmage with them. So like, I think like, honestly, I, this is the best shape I've been in, um, probably ever for like a wow. season, like over the next, last nine months, like one-on-ones, like practicing with the guys. Um, so like, it's not, it hasn't been like nine months of not playing across. Wow. Um, yeah which has been super cool for me. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my typical day. Um, yeah, getting in at 5.30, probably head out around like 3, 3.30. And uh, back home, walking my dog again, hanging out with her and uh, and cooking some food and going to bed, doing it again. Nice. So, so how long have you had Lemon? I got her day one of quarantine. Wow. So March 15th. The quarantine uh, dog. Okay. Oh, she's a quarantine puppy. And I was looking all over in, in Northern Virginia and DC area uh, for litters for yellow labs. I couldn't find them because I feel like everyone had a hunch that like, oh, we're going to be locked <laughs> up for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they were like all sold out. So like, I had to drive into the mountains of West Virginia, this dog farm that I picked her up. And she was this like quiet little dog. And to this day, I don't know if she knows how to bark. Like she doesn't bark. Like I'm not joking. She really, really? doesn't bark. Yeah, she's super. She's super chill. She just does. She. The trade off is she doesn't bark, but she loves chewing my Apple Watch chargers, and that's it. She destroys them. Like, just the Apple Watch bad. chargers. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Like, I've gone through like six of them. Really, six. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's how, so, how much is one of them. those chargers? Well, I get off of Amazon for like 13 bucks. Okay. But like, yeah, I'll put some money into those. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but she's awesome. And uh, yeah, she's she's great. So where's your Apple Watch? Uh, right now, it's currently... Um, Is it not charged bedside. because of the charger? It's not charged. It's, okay. not, <laughs> it's not charged. It's not charged because I haven't put it on the charger. Right. Um, yeah, today. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm working with. But uh, yeah, man, if she chewed another one, uh, I'm at my breaking point with her chewing, chewing well, shit. Right. So, so have you taken her to any sort of like training? I mean, how does that work in quarantine? Because I know when I got my dog, it was before quarantine, so we were able to take him to puppy classes so that he can like socialize with other dogs and like learn some things. Like, how do you do that during quarantine? Yeah, uh, I just trained her myself. Um, nice. I grew up with, uh, I grew up with labs nice. my whole life. Um, and like my dad has been really good with training our dogs and he kind of just like, like, Hey, here's this book, read this. Yeah. The book helps. And, uh, I watched some YouTube videos and like, I would ask him, but like, I had so much time on my hands. Like I was at home working, you know, making phone calls and right. emails. Yeah. I was like, all right. Every 20 minutes, we would go outside for a walk. It's like, all right, I got, I got time. <laughs> I got time. But the worst was I had her for like two months. And then I went to the bubble. I left her home with my parents and they spoiled her and she lost all her training. So I had to reteach her. So that was, yeah. 
that was probably the worst part. But yeah, I mean, dogs are awesome. Dogs um, are awesome. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I'm gonna get like two more. Two I'm more. I'm gonna be like Kyle Hartzell. I'm gonna be like Kyle Hartzell. How many dogs does Hartzell like, have? Two. Oh, okay. Big behemoth dogs. Um, but yeah, I'm a fan of dogs. Nice. I have I have two dogs. I have one like semi behemoth dog. He's a German Shepherd Akita mix. He's awesome. And then oh, yeah. I have another dog who's a Shiba Inu, which is like the Doge dog. So she's yeah. so she's kind of like a meme, but she doesn't uh, she doesn't bark. So she's just like she's just like Lemon, only it's like it's their breed. Like they don't bark, but they have this thing called like a Shiba scream, where they kind of sound like a dolphin. Oh, that's right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's yeah, weird, yeah. man. Like it's weird when people come to watch our dogs. They're like, is this normal? Like what? A, is she okay? Yeah, no, she's okay. That's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I love big dogs. Like my dog, like I'm trying to fatten her up. She's like 70 pounds now. I'm trying to get her up to like 80 pounds. Wow. Yeah, she's dense, but like I think it's all muscle. Like she's just yeah. like outside running and walking all about. That's right. Now that's about the same size as my dog. He was he was kind of like the runt of his uh, his litter cell. Um, because normally Akita's and German Shepherds are pretty big, but he's only about like yeah. 75 pounds. So perfect size he is he's it's the perfect size because any bigger and like that would hurt yeah, like if, if he like like would lay on you yeah. or something like that like that'd be like my dog like sleeps on top of me and like kicks me in the face like yeah i don't need like a i don't need like a hundred pound dog doing that right i am fine with like 70 pounds so like on the weekends do uh does lemon wake you up at like 5 a.m just because that's what like what you're used oh, to doing every day yeah every day earlier it's like 4 30. <laughs> it's like yo <laughs> Yo, it's uh, it's time to head out. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Give me like ten more minutes. I hear you but there. Yeah, she's great. It's uh, my dog does the same exact thing. My wife's a nurse, so she works um six to six, so she's up super early so that she can get to the hospital in time. And our dog thinks it's time to work every single day, like at four thirty, whatever. Wakes us up. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. They get in a routine. And they don't go back to bed. They don't go back to bed. I know. I know. They're out. They're it, out. It's crazy. I guess it's training yeah. for if we ever have kids, but. There you go. There you go. I'm going to be prepping. ready. Yeah, that's right. Just be ready to go. hop out of bed and you know, deal with that. Um, so with the championship, uh, with, I, used, I almost said championship series coming up, but it's not even called that because you guys are having a real season this year. Regular season. Regular season. How that's, excited are you? Back to normal. I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've been more excited for a season um, ever. I'm in the same ever. boat. I'm in the same boat. I mean, there's so like with the with the um, combined leagues now or the combined talent. Um, I, this is gonna it's gonna be an awesome summer. I mean, you can just see by the drafts and yeah. and uh, the entry draft, the college draft. Uh, there's so much talent on the board. There's so much talent across the board. Teams are gonna be stacked, um, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting summer. I, I can't wait. Well, can't wait for training camp. And the college draft was even more stacked just because of those seniors that could come back for a fifth year. So yeah. it was almost like two college drafts, like kind of prolonged into this year. And now it's just, it's just out of control. The talent on every oh, yeah. team, each team looks like an all-star team now. When I used to just think the whips roster looked like an all-star team. Now it's kind of like kind of spread it out a little bit more. It's crazy. Oh yeah. It, there's uh, unbelievable talent across the board. Um, from top to bottom, every position on every team. So it's uh one training camp is going to be awesome. It's going to be super competitive. Yes. Um, 
you know, guys fighting for spots on a 19-man roster, um, 30 talented dudes per team. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Like, it's, it's, it's starting to feel more and more um, like a real professional league. Not that it's not, that, that it hasn't already, but right. now it's like your job's on the line every single week, you know, and you know, I think that's the best part. Well, I mean, you know, pressure makes diamonds. So like with with this much talent coming in, you really you guys really do feel, you know, a fire underneath you to perform when it counts. Because before with two league, there were two different pro leagues and talent was a little bit diluted. Now it's unified into one league. I mean, how much does that play a role for like current members of the roster? Like what's your guys's mindset going into training camp? I mean, we've said it before. It's like looking at it, it's like the best players don't win games. It's like the best, you know, team wins the games. Team, so yep. it's like, who who works best with each other on offense? Because we have, in my opinion, we I mean, we win every draft. Oh, you can I, say I, it, that's I, right, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I hate to say it, but like, I think we win every draft. Like we get exactly what we, we need. Um, we fill the spots that need to be filled. Um, the, the college draft, I mean, the guys that we picked up, Stuff. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, stuff from top to bottom. Um, the entry entry draft, same thing. Like super talented guys we picked up. And it's like, you know, looking at it, you only you only get 19 guys on a roster. It's like you get X amount of midfielders, X amount of attack, defense, you know, based off guys, goalies. Um, so it's it's like who works best with each other, uh, who plays within the system. Um, that's kind of been, you know, kind of been created over the past two years of playing uh, on the D side and on the O side. Um, and then like you take the best 19 guys and to week one and you go from there. Like it's, it's like, I love it. I think it's the best part. Um, and that's for everyone. Like everyone's got, you know, 30, you know, phenomenal dudes. That's right. Phenomenal lacrosse players, you know, going to training camp trying to fight for a spot so do they need I mean, to uh to increase the roster size um i don't think so um i think the roster size increase for the bubble was great um just for the amount of games we were playing and sure. not a lot of time uh, i thought that was awesome but uh i, I think the roster size of 19 is is a perfect size maybe 20 uh, if it was going to go any yeah any even higher. it out yeah yeah um but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, 19 is just going to make it super competitive. And I think yes, that's the yeah. best part about our league. You're just going to put the best product out there. I mean, for a league like ours, it's all about putting the best product out there and growing the game, you know, week by week, you know, when you do that by putting the best product out there. So I think that's the best part. Definitely. And with, with, you know, putting the best product out there with the PLL being a travel league, um, or a touring league, you guys go city to city. What city are you most excited to visit this summer? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Without a doubt. Minneapolis, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why are you um, so excited? From what I from what I hear, like it's uh, it's 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 going to be packed. Um, I've done a couple camps out there, and the kids love it out there. I mean, they they really. I mean, they're super fans of the sport. Um, the sport is growing out there exponentially and like the kids are like really good. Um, so that's kind of, that would be 
my favorite like non-traditional place we're going now <laughs> other than that like but like anywhere that's close to home that like my family can come see like i love playing there um like having the championship game in philly last year or two years ago awesome uh, i think the semifinals are there um you know so doing our best to make it back there um you know would be special to have you know my family come and see um but i think long island or <clears throat> new york uh, is on the fourth of july so that should be pretty cool Ooh, that'd um, be awesome. <laughs> yeah um that should be pretty cool and then uh um atlanta's always fun and then i'm not sure where we go out west where we have san jose san jose yeah that's the uh the all-star yeah. game and then colorado springs oh, colorado springs yeah i mean all phenomenal spots like they're great spots um and they always do super well with um bringing in fans in those spots um so it's awesome like the pl does a great job marketing and, and right. getting people in seats so I'm, I mean, I'm just, I, I think I said every spot on the map. <laughs> <laughs> You're excited for the whole summer, man. I know. I really am. You're ready. I really am. So after, so after games, so you guys fly in the day before, correct? Yep. And try to get in a practice. So, mm -hmm. um, after your guys' games, what does that look like? Do you try to, you know, go out with teammates after Where, where's the, uh, where's the party go after the field, I guess? Uh, I would say um, done playing, boss back to the hotel. Um, then it's like most of the time guys know a spot or two um, just from playing in that spot before or they're from there. Sure. Um, so we'll just follow them around. Um, <laughs> and then most of the time, like the, every team goes out together. Right. Um, or like a good majority of the teams will go out together um, and have a good time. Because uh, a lot of us have played with each other, played with, you know, played with each other in, in college or, you know, on, you know, back in the MLL or, um, you know, from recent uh, PLL days, uh, right. you know, years you know, and trades happen. But the lacrosse community is super small, especially like professionally. Yeah. Right? Um, and everyone's a good guy. So from from what I from what I can tell, um, <laughs> everyone's a good dude. Um, so it makes it a lot easier to go out and uh, to uh, have a couple sodas with them. That's right. So what was your favorite uh, city year one of the PLL to go to just to visit? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, I mean, DC. DC is always fun. I, I really like DC. Um, Non-traditional, I would say Atlanta. 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 Yeah. Atlanta. What is it? A Town or ATL? ATL. ATL? Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, it was fun. I, I think we lost that game. I think it was our first loss in 19. But uh, it was a nice city. Like, we stayed in a, a great hotel um, right downtown and, and uh, got to see Atlanta, um, the city, you know, in our short stay after. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, but yeah. Well, you know where the championship is this year, right? DC. DC. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Audi Field. Audi Field. Audi. Audi. <laughs> Audi Field. I think. Like yeah. Whatever yeah. the Germans call know. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice. That, I mean, one of the nicest stadiums we played in. Uh, really, in was 19. it? Yeah. Wow, it's beautiful. So as far as like beautiful facilities stadium. that you guys, you guys get, you know, the locker rooms and everything, what was like the nicest like facilities that you guys played at in the last two years? It's a tough one. I would say, uh, I would say Denver's like MLS stadium was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we played where the Columbus crew play. Like I, I like, I just love MLS stadiums. One, right. I'm a big fan of grass now, like ML, like soccer grass, like yep. nice cup grass, huge fan of it. Like oh, I'm done with it. Of course. Yeah. yeah done with it. Um, uh, the all-star game in 19 was I think a brand new stadium in the LA Galaxy, and that yeah, was that like was sick. Coolest, yeah, it was the coolest MLS yeah, stadium. Yeah, it was ever. super nice. Um, it was but, hot. I mean, it was I, really nice. Oh, it was hot. It was hot. Yeah. Um, but MLS stadiums are awesome. I mean, I I hate to say it. I really hate to say it. <laughs> I, like I almost don't want to say it. Let's hear it. But like Let's the best it. venue for lacrosse, I think, in any like capacity is Birdwood. Or is it Homewood? No, it's Birdwood. It's Birdwood. It's Homewood. Yeah. No, it's Birdwood. It's Birdwood. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> Homewood Field where Birdwood. Hopkins plays? Yeah. It's Homewood. It's, it's called Homewood. Yeah, it's okay, you can call it Birdwood. Yeah, that's for all my terms out there. <laughs> that, was, that was probably my... I, I think I told somebody. It might have been done. I told him it was my favorite uh, game other than the championship game, obviously, in the 2019 season was that Homewood game against Atlas. Yeah. The, the first sold-out game, I mean, man, you and you guys just absolutely just just destroyed them. Well, it was it was, it was was a really close game until Mike well, put, what, a two-bomb in at the end? And yeah. kind of pulled away, but it was really close. I mean, they've was always it? given us Or was it the second game. game that you guys, that you guys, you guys won by, like, you beat Atlas by, like, nine or ten one time. I can't remember. Oh, that was this past was. this past summer. We kind of oh, beat was them. it? Okay. Um, but in nineteen, we played them to. It was like fifteen, eleven, the first game, but it was like okay. close until like the last four minutes of the game. Yeah. And then the second time we played them it was super close, and we won by two. But like, it was like the last two minutes of the game again. So like, they played us really close. Yeah. I mean, that team's you know that team was stacked in nineteen. Time to play. Oh, they they were. Now they have like a whole new team. I mean, how do? You, uh, yeah, who, I mean, who's on that team? Just like, tr- Trevor and uh, they have the. I think they got their whole defense. Um, oh, yeah, they I got Durkin they have, still. I think they have Durkin, Cade, and uh, Papani and Kid yeah. Cannon. Um, I think they have. I don't even know who they're. I think Ku. I think Ku still on the team. Um, uh, and they have like Craig Chick, I think. Um, but yeah, they still got Trevor. Um, yeah. and then their offense is like brand new. <laughs> it's totally brand new. Yeah. But like, I'm a big fan of like Eric Wall. Like I think Eric Wall is like a stud. Like, Eric Wall he, is I a think stud. He's one, yeah. I think he's, I, he's one of the remaining, um, six that started for him last year. Um, maybe Romar Dennis again, another stud. Yep. Um, but yeah, big fan of Eric. Like I think he's one of the, the craftiest attacker like in the league by far or the smartest he's definitely the smartest one of the smartest oh yeah for sure 
Absolutely. Well, Tackmen are always super crafty ass. and smart. Yeah, exactly. They're a pain in the ass. He's a pain in the ass plagues. Um, but yeah. Um, just a FYI, I think I got like 5% left on my phone. I'm bad. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, <laughs> my no, bad, no problem. My bad, boss. Well, we'll finish um, it off here um, with, a, with one last question. So with, uh, with you being, um, you know, a Jersey guy, okay, what, what's, the, uh, what's the can't miss Jersey food spot? Okay, visiting New Jersey, and you're in your hometown. Well, it's actually like the town over. It's in this okay. town called Northfield. Um, Northfield. And it's this. It's a spot called Rose's Garden Grill. They make they make the best chicken cutlet sandwich. Okay. And shout out Rose Garden. That's grill. it. Rose's Garden Grill, Rose's Northfield, Garden grill. Okay. Jersey. If you're going to Ocean City, it's John and Patty's. John and Patty's. On, on, uh, God. What's the street? It's just John and Patty's. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's sixth and, sixth and something. <laughs> okay, whatever. God damn it. No um, worries, man. No worries. Great spot. Um, and then the Crab Trap. I mean, if you've been to like the Jersey Shore, like, you know the Crab Trap. The Crab Trap. Um, yeah. Not the Jersey Shore. It's like, we're not the Jersey Shore. We're like an hour south, an hour and a half south. The Jersey Shore. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, listen, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, this was an awesome talk. Um, I, I'd like to think we're both super excited for the, you know, this upcoming summer. And, dude, and we're jacked, dude. And, we're jacked. And and everything that ready, this summer man. has to bring. So uh, I love your content, man. I think it's awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, man. Thanks again for having me. Well, dude, I appreciate that, especially coming from you. Where can people find you on your socials? <laughs> I'm not a big social guy. But I know, I, I, I know. I, Trying to prepare for this interview was tough because you're like very limited yeah. on there, which is cool. Yeah. Off the radar, I like yeah. it. Yeah, I'm off the radar. Um, but uh, my Instagram, if you want to see pictures of me and my dog, um, is like B. It's like Bryce underscore Y six. I don't know what it is. To be I'll put it up there. Don't worry about exact. it. Yeah, and then shout out like, lemon. it's just yeah. yeah, shout out Lemon. Like, if you want to see pictures of me and Lemon, like go for it. I probably won't post any pictures of me playing lacrosse um, on there. Um, That's my sorry. job. Don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah, you're a good guy. Um, and then like go whips. That's right, go whips. There you have it, guys. Bryce Young. Thank you, Bryce. Thanks, brother. See you, man. If you made it here to the end of the video. Go ahead and comment down below your favorite part of the interview and thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please go hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm and subscribe for more Whipsnakes content.